Circle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn and I'll be your host. Have you ever been so freaked out about recommending something to someone when you might get a kickback for doing so? Today, I want to talk to you about serving versus selling and how we got to get this right in our head so that we can be the best stewards we can be of every opportunity that God's given us. Let's talk about this. Hey, welcome to Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. This is a resource for you. I want it to be a positive, encouraging, funny, I don't care if it's quirky or weird, but a resource for you for hope, truth, and quite possibly some information that God is wanting you to hear. So listen up. Today we're going to talk about serving versus selling. Let me tell you a little story, man. Take a deep breath. Roll your shoulders back. Let me tell you a story. So we own this fitness business, okay? Before we owned a fitness business, and I want you to put yourself in the story if you happen to own a business or you're thinking about doing something kind of like this, put yourself in the story, you're thinking about it, and you finally decide to dive in. So real quickly, we own a fitness business. Now, I grew up chubby. If anybody, if y'all have listened to any of my podcasts, you know that it's kind of part of my story. It's how God's worked in my life. But I grew up the last of five kids. My nickname was Cece. That stood for chubby cheeks. And that's nothing that you want to be called when you get older. It's, it's just not cute. I mean, it might be cute when you're like three. Just like cellulite on a baby's leg is so cute when they're like 12 months old. It's not cute, you know, when you get older. Hello. So I decided maybe I should start eating a little bit better really when I was in high school. And I thought maybe I shouldn't have, you know, peanut butter and ice cream every night. What would happen if I didn't eat peanut butter and ice cream every night? What if I started walking? And so I didn't feel super athletic at the time. A lot of my friends are basketball players and they ran and did all this kind of crazy stuff. And I just, you know, I was never very good at it. And it wasn't that I couldn't be good at it. It just wasn't natural for me. So I didn't try it. Please hear what I just said. It wasn't natural for me, so I didn't try it, but it didn't mean I wasn't supposed to do that. I, of course, we're all supposed to be healthy and we're all supposed to take the best care of anything that's within our responsibility and your body falls underneath that. Long story short, God was totally convicting me. High school time frame. I got really into fitness at the end of my high school and then in college, I ended up getting a degree in kinesiology. I was teaching like every single day of the week fitness classes. I started training. I went on to basically do a lot of fitness stuff. I was training a ton of people for free just because I thought it kind of almost made me feel bad to charge them when I loved it and it was easy for me. But I was doing both of us a huge disservice because God was trying to grow that area of my life and I really wasn't letting any growth happen because I thought I'll just be nice and help them. And, and it's funny because the people that didn't pay for my services never did anything with it. You know, the people that would just come, they were kind of like, super halfway into it. You know what I mean? And if this was a podcast where we cussed, you know, I'd say half, you know what, but the people that actually paid me or that I charged, they were the ones that were invested. They were the ones that did really well. All right. So fast forward, fitness background, lost weight, lost about 60 to 70 pounds with my nine-year-old Garrett, who at this time of the podcast recording, he's nine years old. And, um, 
I was still teaching fitness classes and was getting back in, losing weight. And people were asking me, of course, how do you lose your weight? You know, and tell me what you're doing. And at first I was just sharing with them what I did, of course, for free. And I was giving them my meal plans, which by the way, were not rocket science. They were just like, don't eat peanut butter and ice cream at at, at night. I mean, duh. No, they were just more salads and waters and healthy lean meats. And hey, let's don't eat out of a box. Let's eat out of the refrigerator. You know, that kind of stuff. And I had just like this hang up about charging people. And and while at the gym, of course, we had to charge. That was, you know, hello, it's legal and it's the rules. And people would pay to be, go to the gym to come to my classes. But I did a lot of stuff on the side. And and when we became business owners, uh, I'll be quite honest, I had no idea what we were doing. This year, this summer of this year, as of 2018, we'll have done this business for 10 years. And I cannot even tell you all the stuff God has done with it. Oh my gosh, that's like a whole nother podcast. But what I'm trying to get at is this. I still wanted to help people, but now I had this business and I felt so icky about it. I'm like, well, I mean, I can't really give them the stuff for free because someone has to pay for it. I mean, it's not going to be very cost effective for our lives if I'm buying Turbo Jam and then giving Turbo Jam to them. Because at that point, that was just a really, really big seller. I had the great pleasure of being in Turbo Jam after I lost you know, 60 to 70 pounds from doing that workout and that meal plan. And um, I got to be in all those videos. I mean, I think we made a total of like, I think 14-ish, probably more videos. And I was the modifier. And by the way, if anyone's ever done Turbo Jam and you're like, who's the weird girl that makes the weird faces? That was me. You guys, I was acting. I was supposed to make you feel good. I was supposed to make the people that weren't ready to jump or squat super low. I was supposed to make you feel good. So I was giving you exercises in your face too. No, seriously, I was supposed to make you smile. And yeah, I was a big nerd, but it was such a fun, cool thing to do. But back to the story, that was how I was helping people. I want to help you with Turbo Jam or at that time, P90X. So I had all the people that I was helping at the gym. I had people that came to my class, but because of a thing called MySpace, And soon, of course, Facebook after MySpace, I was getting people from all over the United States, even Canada, even though we couldn't really help anyone with Beachbody in Canada at that point. But all these people are like, oh my gosh, tell me how you did it. Where where do I get it? What do I do? And I was so afraid to give them my website. I was so afraid to send them information on how they could get Turbo Jam through me. Um, But I was so willing to send them to GNC. I was so willing to give someone else, by the way, someone who didn't care, a corporate company, they're so willing to put them in their hands. And it's like, I had to rewire my thinking. And and if this is you, I want you to rewire your thinking. You've got to think about not selling. You have to think about serving. I want to help these people do what I've done. I want them to understand they have the power. They can do it. And see what I didn't get in the beginning was if I am their helper in Beachbody, they call it a coach, but it's, I'm really just a friend and accountability partner. If, if they don't get that from me, they're going to go somewhere else and buy something else and they're not going to get any help or they're going to get someone who doesn't care about them. And I knew already I cared about them. And so I had to rewire my thinking and think about this first. I'm not concerned about the money I make or the kickback I get or even you know, what happens later on after this quote unquote sale, but what do I know to be true? I know that I lost 60 plus pounds by doing this program. 
I know it works. And I lost 60 plus pounds making up my own meal plan. What would it be like if I would have had my someone giving me a meal plan, a workout telling me what to do every day, how to, how to punch, how to squat properly, someone coaching me, not only on the videos, but someone who had my cell number if they wanted, someone who had my email, someone that would check on me, if not daily, weekly. What a difference, what a different experience I would have had. And I would have gladly paid for that through them. Why, why, why would I have thrown that away to some other company when what I actually had was an extreme value and it connected me to them? That would be me serving them at the best possible way I could. So to me, I never thought about it. Okay, if I get her, that's $10. If I get him to do this, that's 20. Never thought about it that way. I thought about how horrible would that be for me to just throw them to the wolves? When I know I care about them, I know I will take care of them. And I am living, walking, standing, you know, squatting proof that this program works. And there's where my mind shift began. Take a deep breath. Whatever it is you have that you love so much you signed up with or you signed up to be a part of, why in the world would you keep that from someone if you love it that much? Why wouldn't they? Number one, you have to think, how can this help? Not, oh, it's about a sale or they're going to think I'm Nikki. No, you start with their interest in mind. How can this help them? Number one. Number two, you always ask, what do you want? What do you want to change? Tell me some things about you. Because then you just say, this is why I think it will help. It helped me do many of those things as well. Or I know through these other people who've had that same experience, it helps you. Number one, how can it help? Number two, make it about them. Ask questions. What do they want to do? Don't presume you know. Don't just tell them what they need. You've got to get their input first. Number three, how would you feel if someone neglected to tell you about something amazing? So I think all the time about my friend and my coach, Christine Dwyer, who we're very good friends. I adore her. And the second person in this scenario is Shalene Johnson, who is also one of my close friends who I also adore. And right about the time this whole Beachbody thing came out, and I know that there's many MLMs, so put this in the category of whatever, you know, you're interest is, and it may very well be what I do. And of course, this is what we do and what we love. And this stuck out for us bigger than any other company. It just made sense to me in my world, in my life, in my history. So then when these two people that I trusted, Christine and Shalene, came and said, do you know a little bit about this? And I said, yes, but I don't know that much. And the only people that are really talking to us about it are people that made fun of us for wearing, you know, blinged out belts and makeup during working out, which by the way, it's a whole turbo thing. It's a weird thing, but God, it was such a fun part of my life. Anyway, it's so, I'm like these guys that were on the quote unquote, and by the way, I'm doing air quotes, quote, quote, message boards. Cause yeah, we were on message boards. Don't make fun. If you don't know what a message board is, board is Google it. Like you may laugh. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Anyone? Are they still out there? Okay. That's beside the point. I trusted Shalene. I trusted Christine. And they said, have you heard about it? I said, yeah, but what is it? It's icky. And both of them basically said, from what we know, you already do this. You're already helping people. You would be silly not to do it. And so I literally trust them so much. I researched as much as I could. 
I talked to my husband. He asked the question that all husband husbands ask, how much is it going to cost us? And at that point, I think it was around $80 value, which by the way, it's 50% less than that now just to you know, get in to be a discount member. Um, and I said, I think it's like 80 bucks. And he was like, you, you spend more than that at Target in like 20 minutes. So it's fine, whatever. We can get our protein for a discount. Like that was his mentality with it. And I was like, okay, well, all right. Then, I, you know, I trust him. It, it, it's about fitness. It's about nutrition. Why not? So we signed up and this is the third point. What if Christina Shalene had not mentioned it to me? I'll tell you what if. My husband would still be working early mornings and not get home to seven with his cancer and his sickness. I would still be teaching 20 classes a week, training people, trying to do whatever I could on the side to make money. I would not be able to go to any and every one of my kids' school activities. We would not be able to take trips to Maui. We would not be debt-free. We would not be living in our current dream house. I would not be able to go to Target and pretty much buy whatever I want. I would not have been able to own my mommy dream car. I would not have been able to give to so many people in need, which has always been a goal of mine. And you have to put that burden on yourself. Think about that. Why are you so afraid to tell someone about something? What if they had been so afraid to tell me about this opportunity? I would be so sad. I would seriously be so sad that they were doing that and, and, and I would have maybe had that chance, but I, I was never told. That is so powerful to me. That's about serving friends. That is about serving. They were not worried about selling me on products. They were not worried about selling me on Turbo Jam or protein. They wanted to serve me. And basically, this is something you already do. I think you would be good at this. You love people. This is about people. And you guys, that's why we still have done this for 10 years. I do not want to be the best beach body coach in the world. I do not want to have all those numbers and have all that stuff. I actually hit all those numbers and I never felt good about it. The only thing I've ever loved and have felt good about is helping people. I mean, of course, and, and, you know, doing their hair and putting fake eyelashes on them and, and, and us dressing fun and having parties too. But that's like what comes with the benefits of, you know, a team and coaching. But what if they haven't? What if they had not told me rather? So number four, what if you don't share it? You are actually keeping an opportunity from someone else. You never know who wants to be in this. You never know who's going to be interested. Serve first. How can it help? Make it about them. What if you don't tell them? What could they be missing out on? The worst thing that can ever happen is they can say no. Do you know how many people have said no to me? Like, I think I'm just a weird person because I've been used to no my whole life. I've been used to no my whole life. So it's like when someone says no to me now, I'm like, okay, whatever, move on. There are millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people out there we can help. The market is not saturated for whatever it is you're doing. There are people waiting for you. There are people looking for your kind of weird. There are people that are waiting for someone like you to look, reach out to them and just say, you know what? I, I don't know if this ever interests you, but you just, you're so good at blank. You're, this looks like something you would be so good at because you're so good at blank. Listen, comments are, I mean, compliments are amazing, but that's just to know that someone noticed you, like that's the, be, 
beginning of kind of this friendship and they thought of you and not some icky gross, hey, I know we haven't talked in 10 years and why don't you be my coach? No. Just have you ever considered, I'm sorry, I see your post. You do exactly what I do, except the difference is I get paid and you don't. You know what I mean? I'm helping people and I have a reason to help them. There are so many good reasons for this. And then lastly, serving is about stewardship. I cannot wait to share the stewardship podcast with you. I've got two. One, I did with Brock Johnson on stage at MIA this past February. And the other one is a stewardship podcast that's just me. I cannot wait to tell you that stewardship is basically this. Your responsibility level for the things in your life. You're either a good steward or a not so good steward. Stewardship is everything. A lot of people that grew up in church, when we think of stewardship, we think of money. I don't want you to think of it that way. I want you to think of stewardship as anything that's under your control and the level at which you take care of it. So your body is a level of stewardship. And I love you, but you should be taking care of yourself. You should be working out. You should be drinking water. You should be eating healthy. You should take it seriously. You should work before you play. I'm just loving loving on you right now and telling you stewardship is about doing what's hard first. Stewardship sure is about money. It's about saving. Stewardship is about how well you keep your car intact, how well you take care of your house, how well you take care of your relationships. Stewardship, being a good steward is not saying what you want to say in many times. Stewardship many times is having patience, but stewardship ultimately is you managing every opportunity and every chance to take care of something. And your business is a level of stewardship. You either are very good at what you do or you're not. And it's because you either are a good steward or you're not. Stewardship, you guys, is our lives. It's every facet of our lives. Oh my gosh, I just sounded like I was from Michigan. Facet. I said facet. I'm so Texan. It just came out. But listen, serve versus sell. It should change your mind. I say this to everyone that does what I do, including my coaches, serve, sisters, serve. It takes that ickiness away. It puts the most important thing at heart, which I believe in business like this, the most important thing is reaching others, looking into the interest of others and just helping them in the way that you know. Not because you're the expert and you're a know-it-all, because you see something in them or because you know that this worked for you. So it just might work for them. Take a deep breath for me. Roll your shoulders back. Now, if you're in your car driving, do not close your eyes. But if you're not, take a deep breath. Let it out slowly. Close your eyes. And if you're there where you can do this, open up your palms. I just don't want you to have that tight clench in your fist. Just open up your palms. Roll your shoulders back one more time. Take a deep breath in. God, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for our friends and hope and struggle. Thank you so much for my coaches. Lord, thank you for Christine and Shaleen for telling Lee and I about this business. Oh my gosh, Lord, what a different avenue we would be on if you hadn't given us this opportunity, Lord God. And you put it hard, hard on me to be a good steward of this business. And you have been glorified through this business, I feel, Lord God. And you have answered our prayers. You have shown us so many other amazing things other than fitness through this business, Lord God. And I believe wholeheartedly it's because you have just convicted us to die to self 
to do what's right first, to do what's hard first, to read all those stinking personal development books when I didn't want to. But you spoke to me, Lord God, through each and every one of them, and I praise you for that. Lord, I lift up everyone that's listening. Please rewire their thinking on this. It's, it's almost like it's a poverty mentality for us to think that having a business is a greedy thing. It's not. You want us to capitalize on every opportunity, Lord God, for your glory. The more people that see us, the more people that see us, the bigger of an influence we have ultimately for you and the good of others. Lord, the more of an influence we have, the more people we can share with you, Lord. I've witnessed to more people through this business than I ever have on mission trips or through church or anything, Lord God. It's because I'm serving first, Lord, and I want to continue to do that. I want these people to understand no matter what their business is, serve someone else first. It's going to take away the ickiness. It's going to take away that uh, that you feel when you know it's time to share again. Just serve. Share what's good. And be ready for the no's. Lord, I pray that you would just let everyone understand that a no doesn't mean that you're terrible and you suck and you stink. A no just means that person's not ready. A no just means they don't want to spend their money on that. Lord, I love you and I pray that you would just allow everyone to understand that people don't like to part from their money and they want a really good reason to do it. I mean, they'll buy a Michael Kors bag in five seconds. But to buy something that might make them healthy or fit or make them uncomfortable, ooh, that takes a little bit more. And Lord, give us patience. Let us remember that and give us patience. Let us remember that it takes like eight times before someone, eight touches, before someone decides to become part of something or ask questions or get interested. Let us dig deep, Lord God, and be in this for the long haul. This is not easy. It's not quick, but it can be done and it can be amazing. Lord God, with your help and all for your ultimate glory, God, I ask for you to grow this business and the businesses of our friends, but let them seek you in the meantime. Let them seek real reasons for this business, not money, and not to gain acclimates, acclimates, accolades, sorry, but to reach more people ultimately for their good and your glory. I ask all this in your name, God. Amen. Thank you so much. A little bit of my soapbox there, friends. But when you've been doing this for 10 years, I mean, come on with it. Let's find something we believe in, something that we feel is inherently good, something that we can do forever, something that means something and that, and that doesn't feel icky in the sense of the product or what it is you share. How we share with others is everything. Lord, please empower our friends. And you guys, thank you for being here. I love you. Please share hope and struggle with someone else. And we're going to talk about all 20 topics that I wrote down at Marketing Impact Academy. I cannot wait to share them with you. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. 